Hello, and welcome to Maybe It's Spiritual. This podcast is about people, their stories, their experiences, and the things they can't explain. We live in a world where supernatural occurrences happen to people more often than we talk about. And on this show, we're going to explore these paranormal encounters and become a place where people can share what they've gone through without the fear of being told they're crazy. You are not alone. My name is Rafael Gonzalez, and you are listening to Maybe It's Spiritual. Jeremy Fox, and welcome to Hello. Maybe It's Spiritual. Maybe. It's <laughs> just right off the bat. I think it is. Yeah. So, uh, let's hear a little bit about yourself. Tell us who Jeremy Fox well, is. Okay, for, first off, let's... Now, you, I'm on here because you had my brother on here. Yeah. And uh, he experienced some things that I wasn't aware of, but some other things I was. Uh, and we'll get into that later, I guess. Um, but I first want to address maybe some things that were said in his podcast, um, about my mom. Um, and he didn't, I don't think he was meaning to make her sound a particular way in her work, um, with this, um, counseling group, um, she wasn't coming home and, you know, just relaying stories she had heard that day. Um, they were um, very vague when she would tell us anything. We never heard anybody's name. We don't know anything about these people other than the direct issue that was relatable at the time. Um, so I... It, that's one of the main reasons I wanted to come on here because I don't think he meant to do that because he's not vindictive or whatever. He's a, he's a great guy. Um, we didn't get along all that great, but we'll get into that later. But he's a great guy, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> um, maybe it's counseling. Maybe it's counseling. But uh, so, okay, so I'm two years older than Jesse. Uh, we grew up uh, not just a block from here, really, on Paris. Uh, we'll talk about that house. Um, we'll talk about this area because this actual this area right that we are sitting on right now it has some interesting history. Um, we'll see about getting into that maybe. Um, and uh, anything that my mom uh, will want, anything about her story, I think I'll let her address if and when she decides to come on the podcast. Oh, sure. So, um, to complete the trilogy? To complete the trilogy because what... Good series is not a trilogy, right? So, right. Right. Um, I'm 37, so I'm not old. Monty Python joke. Um, um, I've uh, been married twice. I have three kids, um, all under six. 
Um, my wife and I are have been happily married for seven years now. Eight years, nine, seven years. Sorry. Um, I can edit that out. And we can no, it's that. fine. Let Whatever it go. You need to Let do. it go. Whatever it's fine. you need to do. Um, we just celebrated our seventh year anniversary just last week. So why wouldn't I remember? Um, you 100% remember. <laughs> Uh, I've worked in construction most of my life as well as just other various jobs around Rockford. I worked at Revved Up when it was awesome. And then when I left, it completely went downhill and went out of business. The go-kart place. The go-kart place, yeah. So it was pretty much awesome because of me. Um, You're setting everything straight tonight. I am. I am setting everything straight tonight. I'm very humble. Um, (laughs) What else? Uh, I, I mean, I think that's that's enough for now, I guess, about me as a person. We'll get into stories, I guess, that we've talked about. Yeah. Okay. We want to start Harris? Uh, no, let's start at the beginning because it was, I mean, it's a good place to start. Yeah, excellent um, place. Uh, first off, uh, the idea of the spiritual world being somehow separate from the physical world for me has never been they're the same they're they're one in the same they cannot be separated um for me in my life at times the spiritual side was more real than the physical side um and i think i i think i still kind of hold that view because this spiritual world doesn't change as much as our physical side really and that to me seems more real something that doesn't change nice um yeah okay so beginning um my earliest one of my very earliest memories in life uh we were living off of north alpine uh, across the street from a cemetery uh so anyone who knows uh north alpine who knows exactly what i'm talking about um in an old drug house my parents had bought and renovated uh, I was had to be about three or four, I think, and we had uh, it was a summer because the door the front door was open, but the screen door was closed, and I kept running to the screen door and looking up into the soffit above the because uh, this is a ranch house, um, and the soffit had these uh, corrugated or um, these vented panels, right. And I kept looking up there because I would see these eyes staring down at me. And it wasn't like raccoon eyes or deer eyes that you see at night, where it's like these little perfect circles or whatever that are just reflect. It was bright yellow. And I mean, I remember the color. It was it was bright, bright yellow. And it was it was almost cartoonish in its these um, um, evil eyes just staring down through this 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 great and I remember saying to my parents I see eyes outside but I'm three sure so, so that okay, doesn't translate well right it's just a raccoon or it's right. just whatever and I can't you know it's just up there you know in the soffit because I don't know you know I don't know how to describe these things it's outside it's eyes yeah and so and I remember seeing that and that was the same if I remember correctly from Jesse's story, that was the same house that where he heard voices saying that they were going to kill me and my brother. So reverse it however you want, Jesse saying that or me and it was the two of us. They were going to kill the two of us. Right. Um, and they didn't. 
clearly. I mean, I'm still still going, but um, despite efforts that maybe we'll get into. Um, <laughs> uh oh. Um, so that was that was an early memory, and then. Uh, oh, okay. So before we go any further, I guess let's talk uh, spiritual religion uh, belief. Um, I grew up in a Christian house. Uh, Jesse said the same. Uh, we went to church all the time. Um, but right now, and I don't think ever again, I don't consider myself a Christian at all. I don't. Um, the Those who make the claim on the name Christian definitely don't always show that to be the case. And many of the things that the church, the Christian church teaches, especially in modern modern day America, don't line up with what the scriptures say. And I myself am a solo scriptore, scripture above all, all else. Um, and uh, I would wouldn't take the name Christian. I would take the name Nazarene, is what I would call myself. Um, and we can get into that later. But so, um, uh, weirdness, uh, ghosts, and all that um, were sporadic throughout my life. I would see different shadows, people, or whatever. You know, nothing, nothing really huge, but. In, in that idea of like seeing things. But one thing that I found in my life, found that I could do, um, and I did often, was uh, uh, I could leave my body. I could, I could uh, uh, what's the term? Astral project. Astral project. I could astral project. And I didn't talk about it with anybody. And I didn't really do anything weird with it. Like you hear people going to another plane of existence. Or oh, whatever. sure. Whatever. I would use it to find stuff around my house. Right? <laughs> it's very practical. Where, where did I leave that set of... Oh, it's over there. It's upstairs in the drawer. That's right. That's where it is. Um, and I would go get it after you know I went to see where it was. And um, my mom and... She became almost. She would ask me where I, you know, where's this thing? Where's that thing? Do you remember seeing that? Do you remember? And I would pause for a second, and I would, re I'd go find it real quick, and I'd say, "It's oh, it's over, it's over there, it's over, it's in that drawer, it's in that closet, it's in wherever." But you didn't let on that you were leaving your body to do so. No, because I didn't know that was a weird thing. Gotcha. I'd, okay. I didn't. I wasn't going out and and reading books on the subject. I didn't know it was a subject. I didn't know anything about it other than that I could do it. And I could use it in this way, and my imagine, imagination wasn't such that I could thought, oh, how else could I use this? It was that's just, good. it was you just that. It was used just, it to be it helpful, what, and it's what it was, that's right? A good thing. Um, she thought you just had a really good memory, but yeah, she just thought I had a really good memory. Um, and I, it was, it was especially easy if I had touched, touched whatever it was. If I had held it at one time, I could find it anywhere. Um, and I had actually had a couple girlfriends who, who I could do the same thing with, but, um, just the touching, I didn't astral project. I just knew once I touched an object, I could 
remember where it went. Um, so uh, um, that was that was pretty prominent, I guess, in my life for me. But it was also like a little thing. It was just something I did. Um, where else? Where do we? Where do we want to go to? Well, you you told a story about how you did it with. That's a little bit later in life. Oh, okay. Do we want to get there? There was some other. Well, let's mean, okay. Let's 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 go to um, this this uh, what my mom was doing with this counseling job. Yeah. Um, and why you kept telling Jesse maybe he should call, maybe you should call your mom. Yeah. Um. So unlike Jesse, right. unlike Jesse, I was talking with my mother. Sure. I was talking with her about the spiritual side of life. I was talking what is going on with this, what is happening here. Um with this counseling job and helping people out of the occult um we i admitted i I started to go to the sessions with her for my own um well she asked me to come to 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 do go through the process and and pray against things and uh renounce things and after i had admitted that i was leaving my body because mm-hmm. it came up in subject somehow like oh i've discovered that this is a thing not everyone can do this right is this not a this isn't a thing <laughs> this that isn't we a all thing do? we can't just do this okay um so she says no we gotta let's go let's let's go so unlike jesse i went i went and did my own sessions uh trying to Get rid of it. Get rid of the bad and find the good and all this stuff, right? Um, it was in these these sessions that uh, at the time, you know, okay, so this is kind of, yeah. Um, I was uh, I saw the Grim Reaper, which was that was fun. Yeah, that was fun, fun because he like ripped my, the soul out of my body, and that was that was a good time. Um, yeah. Uh, I forget exactly how it started, but um, I saw him, and it was exactly kind of like how people, like how you see in the cartoons, right? Yeah, where it's the like hood this and cloak the cloak. And and the... But the the hood and the cloak, it's not like a fabric and a thing. It's more like a part of the body. Nothingness. Oh, it's like a smoky nothingness, a vapor. A vapor. Oh, okay, and it's it is like around this like. Um, nondescript uh it's not skull per se but it is kind of skullish it's very like a flat like a think of like a flat pixelated skull or or uh what's the uh um uh photoshop term like a cardboard or a a poster board image of a it's very there's not a lot of detail to it but it's not smoke it's more solid than the Hmm. nothingness around it okay um so she grabbed me around my neck this is during a session this is during a session yeah we're praying against something doing something sure um renouncing some curse or doing something i don't remember exactly what and i felt these cold fingers around my neck and shoulders and then i felt this pull on my body and I started to see two different perspectives. 
both you know through your eyes like you regularly see and then another perspective that was like five feet above my head all at the same time it was a double image it was whatever um um and i was able to relay what was going on i, I wasn't able to talk like i stopped being able to communicate but i was able to communicate enough to be like well, help me yeah um right and so we um We were able to pray through it and and renounce what was ever happening. And do you remember stop. what it was? What? What did you renounce? I don't. Just the spirit of death, I guess. I don't. Huh. I don't remember other than this like double image and the cold. Yeah. Kind of like what Jesse heard whispered to him. Kind of. Yeah. Maybe. Um, oh, so yeah. Let's let's. Um, so the, the stories that he did talk about, the attic story, hearing whispers in the attic, I yeah. heard the same thing. Um, that the the that group that my mom was with, they came and prayed through our house at one time, and they had told us that this tree outside of our property... Did you guys ever live in this area about 20 years ago at all? No. No? Okay. No. So Paris Avenue, there was a corner. There was a huge maple tree. Oak tree. Maple tree. It was a maple tree. Absolutely massive maple tree. It was beautiful. In the fall, it would turn this bright orange. It was beautiful. Old people would stop their cars, and they'd come out. We come and see this tree every year. Right? <laughs> so, um, so they the through, through some. They would they would they would pray through a house. They would get words of information of something, and then they would go and research to see if to validate it or something. Sure. Right. Um, so they had said that this tree. Someone was hung in this tree. Someone was you know, executed in this tree, death by hanging. Um, and they said this to my mom, and then my mom relayed the story to me, and I went, yeah, I know. And she goes, how do you know? I go, well, on two occasions, um, my bedroom at the time was right outside of a window. I'm sorry, take that, reverse that. The tree was right outside the window of my bedroom, and... Just on the opposite side of that was a street light, so I would get shadows of this oh, tree sure. coming in through my window. And on two occasions, there was the shadow of a man hanging in the tree, coming in through the window on, on my wall. <laughs> um, it's a nice nightlight. Yeah, it's a great nightlight. Um, Sorry. So there's, there's, there was that. Um, what? else about that house um so this area that we're sitting on right now is actually um we were told by uh black hawk indians that my mom had she was told she was told and through some other research that this was actually part of a burial mound oh my god that we're on right now awesome. so there's that um the That's house positive house two doors down from us was constantly for sale like every six months eight months at least twice a year it was going up for sale yeah um and we heard from i heard from one of the sellers that there's just some weird stuff that goes on in this house and we're just not yeah. comfortable there anymore so that was okay um and there are houses like that there are houses like that that have there are houses like that yeah that just will always be for sale and something people can be, be haunted happening. and objects can be haunted and houses can houses be haunted. can be haunted and we'll get into haunted objects later all right i, I can told you that story yeah um this house was 
sure this house was haunted. Um, okay, when you say haunted, so you obviously have a different perspective on what haunted would be. What was it haunted by, Thought you think? By? Yeah, what would be... Oh, goodness, I don't... It was so... Um, it was so benign that aside from aside from um a couple of of individuals seeing demonic presences in the basement uh jesse being one of them and we talked he talked about that the anubis anubis um and my uh girlfriend at the time ex-wife now uh saw some things in the basement um there was nothing uh attacking us per se except on maybe a few occasions sure and i told you about we'll get to that later maybe um so if it was a demonic presence um then that's i mean that's what it was it was a demonic presence but it wasn't it didn't have the authority Mm -hmm. to physically attack anyone sure right um, but heard, it seemed to choose you guys. It seemed to because we were the, the we were the easy targets. Yeah. We were the kids. Kids are easy targets, right? Right. Because um, they don't know and they just accept what's happening. Um, and I think by that point, my parents had an idea an idea of how to handle it because. Um, they taught me how to handle it. And I, going off of what Jesse talked in his podcast, I haven't been experiencing, my kids haven't been experiencing the same thing that his had. Because you dealt with it in a different way. I dealt with it in a different way. And you dealt with it. I dealt with it. And I dealt with, I mean, I've, I've, judging by, I mean, I've had a lot more opportunities, um, to be attacked, given by just different bad choices that I made. Sure. Um, because it's always an open door. It's always an open door that someone gives them. Right. It's not that that <laughs> that vampire myth idea of they have to be invited in is has a reality to it. Um, and and it's 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 all based on on what we do as people in our lives and. Uh, how we how we live our lives um right i'll use a christian word stronghold stronghold yeah so we we give these things strongholds and they build them up and they it 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 a a sin will develop a stronghold which will i mean paul says you know that it it ultimately leads to death and he gives this whole outline of how that that happens um but um, let's get back to... Uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to get no, you off okay. topic. That's okay. We'll probably do that a lot. Um, so uh, definitely during that time my mom was, was working with people, we were getting attacked a lot because she was, she was helping people. And when you, when you um, tread on occupied territory 
mm-hmm. you're going to get attacked, right? That's just right. that's just what happens. I use another Christianese word, backlash. Backlash, right? That's Sorry. sure. Okay. Um, so uh, I understand. Goodness. Um, also, okay. So let's let's talk about my ex-wife a little bit. Um, I, I hold nothing against her. She's that's all she's right. fine. We she's, won't use names. No, we won't use names. We won't use names about anybody except me. Um, um, when she was younger, she would she would see things, right? She would uh, she relate to me this one story of being playing out in the driveway with her younger brothers and sister when they were around the age of um, five to eight. And so that would have made her about 12 or 13. Um, I think, if I remember the math right, it's been a while. Um, and they're playing out in the, the driveway, and they all look up, and they see this woman riding a flaming horse riding through the sky. And they all see it. Right. And they all react to it. Mm-hmm. But later on, she's the only one that remembers it, and... And they won't admit to it, so brothers and sister won't admit to it. Um, so she would she would see things like that. She at one point developed a, and I don't know how she opened this door or how this thing started attacking her, but she developed a stalker, this spiritual stalker, this dem- demonic presence that would follow her around, and she'd see it out of the corner of her eye, and it'd be a little bit closer every time. Eventually it was in her room, and eventually it was on top of her, choking her, holding her down in um these uh what's the term uh uh night paralysis oh sleep sleep paralysis um i've experienced that maybe once or twice but anyway um so uh we were dating um how do i say this delicately I was not a good Christian boy. (laughs) So we became uh, romantically involved and the thing started following me around and there's your open door, right? Um, Oh. And uh, things started following me around. Sure. And it it followed me to one of these uh, 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 sessions with my mom and these other uh, psychologists and... and, uh, and um, a couple other people. And they saw it. One of them saw it. Two of them saw it. I don't remember how many, but they observed it was there. I felt it there. And we cast it out. We renounced it. We back to the pits of hell from whence sure. thou came sort of sort of deal, right? Did you give it a, was it, did it have a name? Yeah. What was the name? I'm not going to tell you. Oh. Remember, no names. I just said that. No names. Well, I mean... Own. No. It's a demon name. That's it different. It doesn't get a name. All right. Um, Maybe later. No. All right. Um, I thought, wow, that was that was crazy. That was intense, right? That was a... Okay, and so what do I do? Do I go and talk to her about it? No. Sit back and play it cool, right? Let's see if she relays any more stories. Right. I want to see if this uh, something actually happened to you. And about, oh, maybe a month or two goes by, and she hasn't said a word about it. We had been talking about it a lot before that point. Um, 
because it had been attacking her a lot yeah. before that point. And so, have you had any uh, stalker lately? Have you yeah. seen anything? You know, I haven't. Really? When did, I mean, when did you last, uh, oh, I don't uh, definitely longer than two months ago. Three week, three months ago? Three, three, somewhere in there, two, three months ago. She, and as far as I know, she hadn't seen it since, but then I haven't talked to her in a while. Yeah. Um, so, okay, okay, you, on on our, like, pre-interview, you yep. had talked, you described it. Yeah. Can you do that again? Okay, well, it was tallish, uh, over six feet, but under seven is what she said. Is taller than me, and I'm about six foot. Oh, I'm six one. Um... And, uh, for the record, you for are the record. Uh, and uh, it was taller than me. It had a long black cloak, is what she described. Um, at the time, Matrix was uh, still popular, so trench coats, right? Sure, black trench coats. And so she said it was like this long black robe, trench coat thing, but it was just you know long black robe, uh, balding on top, but red hair around the sides and back um and a real uh, uh pointy face long narrow you know long nose long chin white like uh chalk um and just nasty looking just nasty just nasty nice um not nice horrible gone gone um so, so you prayed it out of you, yeah. your, your, your mom. It wasn't in me. It was, it was around you. It was just stalker. It was, a, yeah. and, and it somehow released from her as well. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Authority. Authority. I was at that point had authority in the, between the two of us. So interesting. Yeah. Um, So let's go. Uh, so there was that. Let's go with uh, uh, haunted objects. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about haunted objects. Um, about that time, uh, we had some relatives who lived uh, west of here, mm-hmm. uh, near uh, near Iowa, um, and they had uh, they had moved to a farmish uh, country home on a mount on a hill. It was just a hill in the middle of. of field okay um and i was we were hanging out there i was walking around it was foresty uh you know countryside walking up and down this hill it was pretty steep in some areas um and i sat down under a tree and i put my hands down beside me and my left hand touched an oddly shaped rock Oh, that's weird. And I was always looking at rocks. I would always hope to, you know, be digging and find a dinosaur skull or something. You know, right. So, so I was, you know, I liked rocks. So I picked up this large rock that was just sitting on the ground. And it was an axe head. Stone axe head, perfectly napped. Had a channel for a handle. Had a hammer side on one side for the, and a blade on the other. Nice. It was an axe head, you know, and I I had found 
I think one, maybe two arrowheads in my life. And then I always thought that was cool. Um, but this was an ax head. This was yeah. huge and it was perfect and it was sharp still. And it was, it was, it looked amazing. Yes. This is the mother load. It was mother load. Right. And it was just, it was just sitting there. Yeah. It had some leaves on it. No, a little bit of dirt, but it wasn't buried. It was just sitting there. Um, so I pick it up, and I, it's too big to put in my pocket, but I carry it. And I'm like, oh, this thing's you know, it's, it's with me for the rest of the day. It's with me for the ride home. It's This thing is amazing. I got I to gotta make this thing an axe again. This yeah. thing is amazing. I got to, what wood do I use? What leather do I use? How do I find the leather? What do I, fur do I get? This feathers. I got to, I got to research tomahawks. I got to research axes. I got to be, this thing has got to yeah. be a thing again. Where are you going to find a buffalo? Where am I going to find a buffalo? They don't grow in Illinois anymore. That's a question, question we ask a lot. Um, has, I mean, it, it, everything became about how I make this thing a thing again. How cool is this? this how, who finds this? I mean, this it's just there. It's perfect. And for weeks, I'm like finding pictures of old axes and how did how did Native Americans do it? How did they what did they do here? How did they do how did they wrap it? How did they attach it? How did they what's a decorative one versus a useful one? And I'm just trying to figure out what's the best way to make this thing just so cool. And one day my mom comes to me and says, I had a dream about you and this this axe because I talked about it with her and this thing is so cool and I gotta do something cool with it. Um I had a dream about that. And in the dream, I saw you sitting, I, you sat down in the tree, and, or I'm sorry, under the tree, and you found it. I saw you find it. And then I heard voices on it. I heard like it was talking, and it said that it had been waiting for you. This is your mom having this dream? This is my mom. I'm, yeah, this is my mom. And I said, what? No, 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 no. You're just... No, it's just an axe, Mom. Right. No, no, no. It said it's been waiting for you. And then I heard a voice not attached to the axe say that it's become an idol. And it will become an idol and it will consume you. Whoa. I thought, that's really awesome. And then I thought back about the past couple weeks and how everything, my all, all my time, I was homeschooled, so I could take a lot of time. Uh, all my time was spent on this axe. And yeah, maybe she saw it, but maybe maybe she didn't. Maybe she was hearing something. Maybe. Yeah, and that was all it a was, dream. It was all just, it was consuming. It sure. was. And so, without, I mean, I, it, I was like, okay, okay, it's got to go. Sure. So what do I do? Do I just throw it away? No, you don't just throw it away because someone else finds it. Someone else gets consumed by that. I smashed it right on the sidewalk with a hammer. And I took a bunch of lighter fluid and I lit it on fire. And up until we talked... I think maybe I thought about it maybe once. Yeah. 
to remember the story. Um, another haunted object. Uh, my mom doing these things. She would also volunteer as in the kids' church part of the church we were going to. And um, this one kid had a pack of playing cards from a popular playing card game. Should I say it? You can. Yu-Gi-Oh. There's Yu-Gi-Oh cards. What? What? It's an innocent game for children. <laughs> it's um, so fun and colorful. So she, this kid had them at the church, and she confiscated them for, for whatever reason. Um, she relayed to me a story when she handed them to me. Uh, she related to me a story about these kids that she was aware of where it was a brother and sister, younger sister, older brother. Um, and the sister was dying. She was just deathly ill. Um, and it turned out that this brother had been chasing her around the house when she was well with these two playing cards. One said death and one said sickness on him. And she was, he was chasing him around with these, chasing her around with these cards. She became very sick. She was to the point of death. They found these cards, sickness, death, whatever relation they were to whatever card game. I don't know. Sure. They destroyed them. She got better. <clears throat> really? Sick, better. Uh, and these were the Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, those cards, I don't know what those were. Okay. I don't but know. But she related the, it to But the cards. she related the story because they were cards and they had a thing and there was an effect and there was a there was a girl who was sick and then a girl who was better. Sure. Okay. So she hands me these cards and says, would you destroy these for me? Because we were on a destroying kick sure. after this tomahawk thing. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, they're paper cards. Yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. I, I am a teenage boy. I like to burn things. Sure. Right. If you have a <laughs> yeah. eccentric Christian mom in the 90s, that's yeah. what you do. I, yeah. I burn things. Yeah. So uh, I take them out to our, our Weber grill and... I start lighting the cards on fire one by one, and they all light fine. I get to the last two cards, and I had kind of thumbed through them to, to see what they were. And, um, and I set these two kind of aside as the last because they were a pair. And there, yeah. was, there was the one was a character card called the Tormentor, I think it was. Dement, yeah, Tormentor, because Dementors are other things. Um, it's Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, the Tormentor and then the other card was the Tormentor's Scream it was an attack card for this character card right. and so I burn the Tormentor he burns fine yeah like all the other cards the other cards had burned fine they just like it's because they're paper cards right there's nothing special about them they're just paper cards the last card identical to the rest Tormentor's Scream there's nothing special about it I light it it won't light I light it it won't light I try different corners it won't light for like five minutes, I'm trying to light a paper card on fire. It's ridiculous. I, right. I know how to burn things. Yeah. D won't light. And finally, it takes a light, and it immediately inflates like a balloon. Smoke starts pouring out of all sides of it, like a, a, just blowing it. Right. And it starts, the card screams at me. Oh my god wow right and then it just in fire and it's gone 
like quick, like quicker than the rest, even though it had this, like not not the the whole the whole thing lasted a whole much longer than the other two cards. But the once it once it took it, yeah, it was it, gone. It, it went. Um, so that was a a good Sunday afternoon. That was a thing. <laughs> Man, um, that was an excellent scream. Yeah, your theater days just came through hardcore. I do what I can. Um, <laughs> um, so I mean, so objects can carry something. They can right? carry something. They can carry something. Um, I believe that. What other stories? Um, so there is something you, um, Jesse had talked about the Anubis. The Anubis, He's, right? That's a good so one. So at the you have the you have I the never backstory. S- I never saw the thing. Right. Like he like he said he saw the thing, um, but at the same time he was seeing this thing. I was kind of obsessing this thing. Right. I was. It was in a video game I was playing at the time, if if I remember the time correct. Um, and he was a, he was a character in the game. It was a. It doesn't matter. Um, but I was like drawing the character, and I was. It was. It was. Man, I say the word obsessing a lot, don't I? Hmm. Um, we can figure that out. We can figure that out later. I'll talk to my mom about that. Um, talk to you. <laughs> you will call your mom. I will call my mom. Is this call um, your mom part two? This call my mom part I two. I called my mom. That's I called my called. mom. Um, it was, it was some, I was, it was a different manifestation of whatever was going on with him. Yeah. Because it was a physical manifestation of what he was experiencing where I was either, I was calling this thing because he describes his bedroom in the basement. It wasn't a bedroom. It was a bed on, uh, uh, I don't remember what it was on. It was like on a trunk or something. It wasn't even on a proper bed frame. It wasn't in a room. It was, it was in a space about just large enough for the mattress that had two shelves on either side. And then I had my Lego area slash video game area right next to it where I would sit on his bed to play right. video games. It wasn't layer. a room. It was, it was layer. And we would fight for control of it. Like sometimes he'd win and leave and go play his guitar elsewhere. And sometimes I would leave and go do other things. I don't know. Um, so he, he, I heard him describe it. I had never, he had never shared the story with me because we don't talk. Um, and it was, it hit me like, maybe I was calling that thing in and not meaning to. Right. Would it have been something he would have seen and noticed and No, because... Observed? Because, yeah, we shared this layer area, but we were fighting for it. So as soon as someone would win, the other would leave and it wouldn't have anything to do with. And it got to the point where I think I had a PlayStation and he went and he got his own PlayStation so he could play his own and I would play my own. And we did not share. (laughs) Um, So it, it, I don't, I don't see how he would have I mean, maybe it's possible, but if he was seeing a thing in the basement, I wouldn't put him past him because, like I said, my, my ex-wife saw things in the basement too. Right. Um, not Anubis, but... Uh, her stalker. Her No. No. Something else. Something else. What did she see? 
another just demonic figure. Like um, she described it as uh, similar to that bad, the evil character in the movie Sin City being, you know, that yellow bulbous faced yeah. guy. Just gross. Just gross. She said it's kind of like that, only um, like if the skin was falling off and just, just or, or, or like, like decaying or um, just had a very severe skin condition. I, okay. don't, I know. Just nasty. Right. She's, that's how she described it to me. Um, but yellow was the was the right was the thing that stood out. Um, so I mean, it could have been the same entity. Yeah, just showing itself differently. That's possible. Sure. Um, it could have been two different things. It could have been something that that was chasing her, and then this thing that my brother was seeing was something that I was summoning summoning for lack of a better term fixating right? on fixating on which is not unnormal no you know like i remember being a kid and like you'd pick something you liked and you if you were artistic you drew it all the time yeah and i you was focused we on were, it you loved we're, it we were an artistic family and i yeah. drew all the time and i would drew, draw figures of this thing or caricatures or um ideas i i as a kid i would research a lot of different um not pagan religions but pagan uh, 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 mythologies sure which is oddly um, enough in a lot of video games and cartoons yeah it's a well it's a, yeah it's a source of yeah storyline yeah or other things maybe. absolutely um, um, what else what else we want to go oh man so, so that that yeah I mean, they 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 worked at that that place. My parents worked at the uh, worked with the the counseling group for a number of years, and then we just kind of moved on and separated for uh, um, reasons. Maybe she'll talk about. Maybe she won't. I don't know. Uh, so yeah. that's not my business. Um, but I feel like uh, we need to get her on. I'm sure she will. I would love um, to have her on. Um. But we kind of moved on with life, and things kind of calmed down. Um, there was still, you know, every once in a while, shadow people or whatever. Um, oh. The around around that the, around that same time, um, I had one of my only uh, uh, sleep paralysis uh, experiences, where I was. Uh, I was awake but not awake and I was being tortured and I had a, a it was eh it's not it's not it's, it was it was horrific but it was then I woke up so it, then it wasn't and I was like did that happen or not and why does why does why do I feel like I've been burned but now I'm fine I don't know um, I mean, you can elaborate because that's very vague you woke up and felt burned Okay. Okay. So the the dream was yeah, I was I was I was strapped down in a cruciform position on a table, and I had a, uh, a orange hot uh, poker shoved down my throat. Um, like a medieval torture. Like a medieval torture, and my. My throat hurt for a while after that. Jeez. Yeah. 
Um, I'm glad you mentioned that, but that's kind of that's kind of yeah. important. Yeah. Um. My goodness, you had that during sleep paralysis. Yeah. Like, were you? So you had a dream, and then you woke up paralyzed, or like you were paralyzed, and then that happened. I was paralyzed, and then that happened. And then I was not paralyzed and awake. Whew. And I felt very uncomfortable. That's dark. Um, well, depending on the person you talk to, that would almost, someone would be like, oh, well, that was a past life thing. But that's very oddly not, specific. Yeah, it's oddly specific. Um, Just saying. So, uh, you'd mentioned in a text, I don't know if this applies here, UFOs and succubus. That's, kinda have that's like the college, full, actually. Let's give like the full <laughs> gamut of everything here. That's college. Um, <laughs> That's college. that's college. It's college stuff, man. You know, UFOs and sucky. This was this was Whatever. high. We we've been talking about high school era. This that 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 was yeah. college, and I went to college later in life too. That's okay. Um, we can get to that. Okay. The Paris house. Which part would you want? Oh man, I mean, that's all of this has been taking place in the Paris house so far. Fourth of July. Are we up to that part? Well, I mean, we can be. I mean. If there's something in between there, uh, not I mean, some not of the stuff I haven't even heard. Like the pre-interview was like you're That's like because of what I remember at the time. I don't sit around, I don't sit around obsessing about these things. Well, after good. the fact, right? Good. No, that's um, good. So I, it's 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 coming out. It's coming out. Um, okay, so Fourth of July, two thousand three. Yeah. Does everyone remember Fourth of July, two thousand three? Why? Microbus. Why? The microburst. The microburst. Yeah. Microburst, right. I wasn't here for that. You weren't? I was. A lot of people were. He, um, yeah, one of the uh, guys who actually <laughs> snuck in the door, my, Matt, yeah. had told a story on a previous episode, yeah. the, um, the Nightmare on Oakmont. He talked about his 4th of July weekend microburst story of losing power and hearing crap. Okay. And so it's a kind of a thing. Did Mike? you hear it stop, Mike? Who? Matt. Matt. Sorry. Did you hear it stop? Did I hear it stop? Yeah, this, the microburst. Did you hear it stop? No, I saw through it all. Okay. So, microburst. Microburst. Um, I was with my girlfriend slash now ex-wife at the time. Um, my parents decided to... Go up to Wisconsin to stay with some friends for the weekend at the cabin, lake house, whatever it was. I don't remember. I didn't go. I stayed home. Jesse was not to be seen because he had basically moved out of the house when he was 14, essentially. Um, you know, going to stay at people's houses. And I'm going, oh, by the way, I'm staying at this person's house tonight. And oh, by the way, I'm staying at this person's house next night. And so it just kind of, eventually he just wasn't there. Um Probably my fault. Um, so call your brother. That's what this episode. Call, will your, be. Brother, call your brother. Call your brother. Um, I gotta go work on his house actually later on this week. Um, anyway, there you go. So uh, uh, they were gone. They took uh, my two youngest siblings uh, with them. So I had the house to myself. And, and how old were you? Would you would have been at this time? Uh, 17, 18, 17, 18. Um, and at the time we would spend 4th of July as a family at my grandparents country club. 
because they had fireworks and fair rides and it was fantastic um and it's a you know just fun time to show off to your girlfriend that hey you go to a country club or whatever you know yeah, even though you don't because you know it's not actually for you you can only go on fourth of july because that's when your grandparents get you in um <laughs> Flex when you can, man. Flex when you can. Flex when you right. can. So uh, I I picked her up. I picked her up in in the morning. We went back to my house, uh, hung out for a little bit, and then decided, okay, so let's go to the country club. Um, and as we were leaving, I heard something move upstairs. It was still a nice day. It was still it was sunny. It was there was nothing weird about it right it was just a sunny fourth of july and i heard something move upstairs and i tell her to go wait in the car and i just go up and I look around nothing's out of place nothing's weird nothing looks fine what moved i can't tell you it was just a movement sure there was a movement upstairs so we leave we go go uh Nighttime starts to come. They're going to set up for the fireworks. Oh, there's weather happening. Might something might happen. Maybe we we have to cancel the fireworks. Oh, we have to cancel the fireworks. Everyone at home. City loses power. Um, and everyone's headed trying to get home without any street lights, and it's it's horrific and and exciting because I'm 18 years old and wow, this is different, cool, and fun. Um, she has to go home. I drop her off at her house. I go back to my house. Um, and I go to sleep because go to sleep and it starts to rain. I think by the time I got home, it was starting to rain and it's, you know, whipping up pretty good. The wind's pretty high. It's, it's like, okay, a storm. This is going to be a great storm. I love storms and I go to sleep. And I'm awoken at just shy of three o'clock. Um, I'm awoken not necessarily to the storm, which was tremendous. It was going good. I mean, there was lightning, thunder. It was it was a decent storm, right? Um, what I hear the noise that pulls me out of my sleep is scratching on the metal mesh covering the speaker of my boombox next to my head. And it's like nails on a chalkboard, but this is not, yeah, it's yeah. scratching, right? And I'm like, what in the, no, not now. I just want to sleep and enjoy the storm. So I'm. You're allowed to use language on this podcast if you'd like, if it helps. No, I don't think I used language at that point. Okay. Maybe occasionally. I don't think I did. All I think right. I was just like, no, oh. crud. I don't want to deal with it. It was annoyance is yeah. what it was. I didn't want to deal with it. I just I just was not in the mood. Sure. Yeah. Who wants because that? At Who that, wants scratching because, at 3 a.m.? Because Nobody. at this point, I had dealt with some things already. Quite a and, few things. And so I was aware. Yeah. And I just. You just get to that point. No. Yeah. Um, and. It intensifies. The scratching intensifies. Stuff starts again to move upstairs. And not just a little, like there's doors slamming. Things are moving across floors. Just there is 
Right. Significant movement happening upstairs in a house where I am by myself. Which could not have happened because of the storm. Which you're inside. Because I'm inside. Right. But outside, the storm is intensifying. Sure. The storm is louder. The lightning is loud. The thunder is louder. The rain is pouring down. It is crashing and booming and banging, both inside and outside. And I'm getting pissed. Not scared. I'm getting pissed because y'all are interrupting my storm and my sleep. Right. And so I pull the, the pillow over my head trying to ignore it. I turn one way and I turn the other. Okay. I sit up, throw my pillow down, and I say, in the name of Jesus, stop. Everything stops. The movement upstairs stopped. The scratching stopped. The rain stopped. The storm stopped. There was no lightning. There was no wind. There was nothing. It was dead silent. Goodness. And then the rain kind of picked back up a little bit gently. And I went, well, that's not quite what I meant. He stopped but everything. That, that works. Good job, Jesus. <laughs> so, um, at the time, I was going to Rock Valley College, and I was enrolled in a weather science class. And um, a few weeks after the case, I was able to I, I was able to look up and see information about this storm. And. As soon as I had, like, oh, okay, it's done and over with. I got up, I got some water, I looked at the clock in the kitchen, I went back to bed. It was 3.04. And a couple weeks later, I looked up this information, and it had a time the storm stopped at 3.04. <laughs> anyway. Wow. That's creepy. That's fantastic. And fantastic. Love it. Okay. Um, and I, I don't tell that story to anybody. Like before I told you on our, on our zoom call, yeah. the only other person I'd ever told besides my parents when they got home yeah. was my current wife. And now all of our listeners and now all of the listeners. Yeah. Um, so that's not like. Like I said, I don't sit around obsessing about this stuff. Sure. It's just, it happened and now it's... Now it's done. Now that's the past. It's that's done. Um, you remember that, that I had mentioned that tree earlier in our discussion? Yeah, your hanging tree? The hanging tree. And uh, a little different than the giving tree. A um, little bit. A little bit. Um, so at some point between the storm starting and the storm stopping... That tree got split down the middle and fell in such a way that it was perfectly parallel to my room. The way it split, it should have landed on me in my room, on the house. Yeah. And Donnie Darko style. Donnie Darko style. I think I only seen that movie once. Yeah. Okay. Donnie Darko style. You should watch it again. It's I should really watch good. it again. Super good. <clears throat> um, but it landed perfectly between the, the house and the street. 
on the little strip of, of lawn that we had. And so in the morning I was helping clean it up and that was fun to cut up. And then that tree was gone. Um, so you can't go see it now. Um, so that's that's kind of how that story ends. You mentioned uh, you wanted the UFO story. That's a short story. There's nothing. Yeah, I mean, you had texted me and said you said succubus is, and UFO. So, so I thought, we'll get hey, to, let's we'll talk get to, about that. We'll do the succubus later, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's okay. a short one too, but it's still. That's creepy. Um, yeah. Um, so I was headed uh, south of town uh, near Blackhawk Road uh, to uh, go to a friend's house. And it was still, it was evening. Um, and I came to a stop sign and I turned to look to my left. And there was something up in the sky. It was a flame. It was like a candle flame. And it was flickering like a candle flame flickers. In the sky, like far off, like it was, it had some distance to it, but it looked like just a candle flame. And I backed the car up, and there was a little church parking lot, little church there on the corner of where I was. And I pulled into the parking lot, and someone else came and pulled into the parking lot who saw it too. And we were both kind of, what in the hell? And it was just this flame dancing in the sky, and it was moving around back and forth, up and down. It wasn't in one place. It was just moving and dancing and flickering. And it had like the like a tongue of, you know, like like exactly like you'd imagine, like a candle flickering yeah, or a campfire. It was a flame in the sky. And then it was gone. And we both look at each other like, you saw that, right? Yeah, you saw that too, right? What'd you see? I saw fire. What'd you see? Fire. Anyway... Have a good evening. <laughs> On we go with our lives. That was um, a fun shared experience. See you later. Um, and so that's the the one of my best friends said that he saw a bunch of UFOs here in Rockford and nobody remembers seeing them, even though. Anyway, I don't I don't know, but that was the only UFO story that I. We've talked that about I, that. We've talked. There was like some big sightings here. It was, on, it was uh, like the chandeliers. They call them the chandeliers. I don't think they were. <laughs> it was a different thing. I didn't. I, I don't know. I don't. What did you? When year? What what year would that have been? Oh, what year would that have been? Um, you said college. Would have been uh, somewhere between '06 and '10. Okay. Somewhere in there. Um, I don't really remember. Okay. I don't. That's fine. Because, I mean, yeah, I just don't, I don't remember. Chalked it up to UFO. Just chalked it up to, because it's in the air, it's flying. I can't identify it other than it's a flame, and it's some sort of object that looks like a flame. So, okay. Boom. Unidentified Boom. in the sky. Yeah. Object. Like, I, I, I've, I've tried to find video of, like, the sun reflecting off of, yeah. of planes and stuff to see if it could be replicated. Um, I haven't found anything that yeah. even looks like close to it. So, all right, because that was because it was south of town, so it's got to be near the airport. So maybe yeah. the sunlight reflect because it's evening, so the sun's going down. So maybe the sunlight reflects. Yeah, I'm this. familiar with the area. Nope, nothing, nothing. All right. Um, when else? So oh, college. So let's just okay. Let's keep going down this road. So I was um, in college. I went to NIU. I uh, couch surfed for a couple years. 
or I didn't when wasn't committed enough to get my own apartment. Um, and so I'd either sleep in my car or I'd couch surf. Um, and with my best buddies, he had an apartment, uh, was friendly with all the neighbors. He was out of town for whatever reason. I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, I don't even know why he was, wasn't there. Um, maybe he just didn't want me in his apartment. That could be. Um, so anyway, anyway, <laughs> one of his neighbors, one of his neighbors was this, this, this girl that he had made friends with. And then I met through him. And she's like, yeah, you can sleep on my couch. Uh, so I go to her, go over to her apartment. It's a studio apartment. Uh, her couch is her futon, which she's sleeping on. And there's a, a Wait, what? lazy blow, lazy boy recliner. Amber, we get that you're looking. It's okay. Um, there's a little the Amber Alert guy. Sorry. There's a, Damn. she has, she has her futon and a recliner. And I say, you know what? I'm going to take the recliner. So was she like implying you would share the futon? I don't think so, but She's like, I, this is I my think, bed and you can share it as well. I don't think so, but maybe that, that, I don't think that was necessarily off the table either. I don't know. I took the futon. All right. Uh, I had the thought of maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I should just go sleep in my car. Um, because I knew this girl kind of. We had hung out maybe once, twice with my friend. Um, You're getting some feels. <laughs> getting some feels. Uh, she had on her wall, she had these uh, 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 comic book poster uh, caricature things of these vampire women in lingerie. And I went, oh, that's weird. Why does she have... Whatever, you know, to each their own. Where am I? <laughs> to each their own. Okay, I just I will just go to sleep and then I'll leave. Um, I didn't sleep well. Yeah. Um, I was up a lot. I kept waking up. And uh, she kept the bathroom door, the bathroom light on and the door open. Or at least it was at that time. And so I, I, uh, I could see one of these posters in the light of the bathroom. And I'm trying to go to sleep. I don't have a blanket. I don't have a pillow. It's just me and my hoodie trying to sleep in this recliner. Um, and I look at the, the poster on the, on the wall. And the image comes to life. And it's this, you know, this this w- woman, and she's got white skin, white hair, white lingerie, and she does like the uh, the was it the Ring girl from the movie The Ring, Ooh. crawl out of the picture, and it was quick, right? This thing crawls down the floor and jumps on top of me, and I knew, you know, I just ah, you know, and and it's gone. You know, I'm feeling really uncomfortable right now. <clears throat> so I'm going to go. I'll talk to you later. And I I just leave. <laughs> like in the middle of the night? Like in the middle of the night. And I was like, I don't, I'm just, I don't know. I, I, um, I, I need to, I, nope, nope. I got to go heck? take a shower. I got to go take a shower. And so I drive back to my parents' house in Rockford to 
In the middle of the night? In the middle of the night. <laughs> what would you do? What would you, what I thing crawls out of the thing and you're and it's on. I don't know. Get in the futon, man. Get, Just kidding. I don't know what you do. I don't know. Get out of there. That's for that's that's that was that's how you open done. doors. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it was open already. Yeah. Well. Get out of there. Get out of there. Um. That's creepy. It was. Yeah. It was really creepy. And you were was, awake. You was, were like, you weren't like. Oh no, I was awake because like I was. I was just wasn't. I was uncomfortable the entire night. So you knew something. Something was up in there. Yeah, I was just. Whoa. I, and my my constant thought, like the entire night before that happened, was I had, I shouldn't be here. I okay, to, so I you knew you were in the wrong place. That I, I was in the wrong place, and I just I don't I no I need to go I need to go I need to go I really need to go I yeah. need to go and you did and I did um. And it was it was too quick it was it was too quick for me to react like that storm story that I just in the yeah. Jesus name you know it was out of that picture down the wall across the floor up on top of my lap I mean and it was it was it was a yeah it wasn't a little thing it was a, like it was a full size person it was a full size person um, yeah. yeah. That's and it horrible. was it was too quick for me to react other than just jump and then it was gone and then that's horrifying yeah um i was kind of going down so i had all those 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 experiences have to me in high school and um i uh i got divorced i went to college um I had a, I made a lot of bad choices in that time. I really went downhill. Yeah. Um, really went downhill. But it was uh, it was a lot of shocking events and and whatever. Um, I found myself clinging to that verse that Paul says, uh, "Nothing is um, out." Uh, Nothing, nothing is, uh, what is, uh, I can't even remember how it goes now. Um, not everything is good for me, but nothing is unallowed from, or I, I can do anything I want, but nothing is, it's kind of like the, the oh, right? everything so, is permissible. Everything not is everything permissible, is but not everything, you're right. So that everything is permissible. Right. And I lived it, man. I, I lived it. Um, and the more I lived it, the less I found when I would try. When I would try to read the Bible, when I would try to read the scriptures, I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Could not do it. Especially the Gospels. When I would read, um, when I read the words, um, I don't call him Jesus anymore. That the name name words have meaning names have meaning, yeah. Jesus doesn't have a meaning to the name. It's 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 made up. People I've 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 seen people on uh, online or whatever talk about it means Earth Pig or it means Hail Zeus or it means the, these different things. And yeah, it can maybe when you kind of picky and choosy and, and really sure. about. Uh, Roots and and, and and the development of, but you really gotta be kind of loosey goosey with. 
it doesn't have a meaning. Um, his name, if you want to translate it from Hebrew, because he was a Jew, he was he spoke yeah. Hebrew, and you want to translate directly to English without going through Greek and Latin, his name was in English Joshua. So if your name is Joshua, sh shave up or change your name, I guess. Um, his name was Joshua in the Hebrew Yahusha, which um, there's a verse that says, um, I have come in my father's name. Jesus doesn't work with that. There's no one named relatable close to, there's no name for the father that's close to Jesus. There's a name for the father that is, I come in my father's name, Yahusha, Yah saves. Yah's salvation is what that means. Um, so that I don't, I, I don't use English names anymore for, for these names. We don't translate people's names. You don't translate Vladimir Lenin's name. You don't translate uh, 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 any other political, to pick a political leader sure. of any other country. You don't translate their name into Joe uh, Lenin. Biden. No, not no. no. Okay. Yeah, Joe Biden. Yeah, let's make that comparison. Lenin and Biden. Yeah, okay. Uh oh. Yeah, pretty close. They are pretty close. Um, um, you don't translate people's names. That's just what you don't do. It's, it's out of respect. So why do sure. you translate these names of people you're supposed to have? Yeah. I mean, theoretically, you're supposed to kind of have respect for this idea of God or this, you know, right? So, I so don't, you found Yeshua. Yeshua. And um, is this where we want to go yet? I don't think we want to go here yet. Whether what happened? Um, you found you found Jesus along along the way, Jesus. Sorry, Yeshua. Sorry, I said like every name now. <laughs> They're wrong names. Well, the last one uh, is Hebrew for salvation, so yeah. it's not incorrect. Um, Close enough. Um. Okay, so yeah, I've I mean I've related to you these 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 spiritual con these right. spiritual stories that I've had, and um, I think some people would say that that I mean if they want to if they if they're going to believe then they're going to say yeah they're kind of fantastic. Sure. Um, what do you think happened to you? With all, what? All, with all of them? With all? I mean, like, there's so many. Do you think it was? Do you call it demonic? Yeah. I've had a lot of people on the show, and they all have something different to call it. What do you call it? Um, the stuff that was demonic was demonic. Yeah. The stuff that was me, like uh, the astral projection, I don't know. Oh, let's do that. I haven't done that story. Um, Got another one? No, I told you this one. So, um, ex-wife. Oh, Ex-wife's there. Ex-wife. The last time I astral projected myself. Right. The very last time. Won't do it again because I don't know. I don't understand what it right. is. So we were talking about it on the phone. She was at her house. I was at my house miles apart. Um, we were talking about this sort of thing. Weird subject ghost stories, but we were just talking on the phone. And I told her I could astral project, and she didn't believe me. Um because I mean, someone says that to you, are you just gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody needs a hobby, right? Um, Might as well ask, drill, project around, and find stuff. Yeah, 
she and she didn't believe me. Okay, so, okay, I said, just stop, just stop, be quiet, just wait. So I went to her house, and on the phone I described what she was doing, where she was in her yeah. house, what she was wearing, what was happening. That sort of thing. What was happening outside of her room with her parents and siblings. What she could hear. And she starts to go, well, oh, maybe. Okay. She starts to believe me. And I say, okay, now lay down. She's in her bedroom. Lay down on your bed. She lays down on her bed. And I brush my hand over her stomach. And she about jumped through the roof. <laughs> she starts screaming. She starts, yeah, you know, she lost it. Because she felt it. Yeah. Ugh. She felt whatever was happening, whether that was me, I don't know. Whether that was some demonic entity, I don't know. I can't find a biblical, a direct biblical reference like I said, Sola Scriptura, I can't find a direct biblical reference um, for this situation. Right. Um, and when we talked on the Zoom call, I was we were we were the, uh, during a, a Bible study that I lead, um, and so there was a bunch of guys there. You stepped off for a minute to I forget what you're doing, and one of the guys said to me, "I was peeing." You, well, you got to do what you got to do. Um, he goes, "Hey, there's that verse that says uh, angels left their own their 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 first estate." The angels left their first estate, and um, I think Second Peter, um, and I forget how the rest of the verse goes. But they left their own estate. They went and did where what they shouldn't be doing, where they shouldn't be. Jude, that's right, Jude. Um, the book of Jude. I think Second Peter references it too. Though. Does it really? Okay, cool. So. Oh, but yeah. Jude, oh, yeah. Jude, yeah, yeah, Jude yeah. quotes it, and then yeah, yeah. Um, I got you. So he, he correlated the two, and I went, wow, that actually, because I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, so. Once you leave your body, like, you're in whoever's hands. That's how you open a door. There's the door. There's the door. Um, that's the door. And so if, <laughs> if it's nothing, if it's nothing, then, and, and I can just do it whenever I want, and, uh. And nothing negative happens to me, sure. which that's not life at all. But no, it's alluring. Like, oh, I can keep doing this, and nothing. It's fine. It. It's it's kind of intoxicating. The yeah. idea. Um, you're in control till you're not in control. You're in control, and then I mean, you don't like. Okay, so there's there's people that talk about the silver cord. I never saw that because I never saw anybody else. Because what right. did I do? I went around my house and I found that toy that I've been. My yeah. brother's been missing. My those pair of socks or whatever. Whatever. Right. I wasn't. Leaving, leaving. I was just caspering around the house. Um, That's a great way to describe it. So I, I, uh, I can't, I can't speak to any of those other those other people's experiences, but I can just relate to my own experience that I don't know what was going on. And so, because I can't give a definite answer, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. That's fine. Because it doesn't it doesn't add to my life in a positive way. Right. Maybe maybe in a, in a short sighted uh, I gain something positive way, but that's not. Yeah. There's 
that's a that's not a good way to live. Um, and I don't need to do that. I have enough. I don't need to do that. It just doesn't doesn't interest me. Right. Um, but so I started going down this this. I think it was a darker path, um, just because of um, different things in my life, different bad choices. Um, and I was I was going to NIU. I had a couple girlfriends, a couple a, a serious relationship uh, fall through after that. Um, so I was in a pretty bad place, um, and I went to a class first day. Kind of looking around, I'm a young male, so of course I'm being like, "Oh, what's she? Uh, nope, uh, maybe." Uh, you know, I'm You're scoping, scoping. And I looked around the class and went, uh, eh, eh, eh. "Oh well." Um, second day of class, everyone's there. I'm was. Told by my dad in college, uh, you sit front and center closest to the teacher so you can engage. This isn't high school where you just accept what's being thrown at you. You engage, you talk, you challenge the teacher. That's what yeah. you do. So it's what I did, and I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, <laughs> sure, he loved that. Uh, I, I took a actually at Rock Valley my first year there. Um, we'll get back to the thing, but we'll, um, I took a. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know how things were. In this, in how how they operate at Rock Valley. So I go to this class. I'm supposed to be here, maybe I think. Yeah, this is probably the class I'm supposed to be in. I sit front and center. Sociology 101. Wait a minute. I wanted government 101. Right room, wrong time. Oh no. Oh well, I'll just sit here. I'll just enjoy the first day of class. Uh, teacher breaks things up. Uh, has discussions. I am pretty much in my ideas being voiced the only one and I'm giving the teacher a headache and at the end of the class I get up and say hey that was a fun class I'm sorry I actually wasn't supposed to be here but it was fun he's like why didn't you leave I didn't know I thought it'd be rude oh so you just call me wrong to my face the entire class okay good that's not rude okay um okay so uh second day of class I'm front and center um, the right class. The right class. This is an art class. So this wasn't like, you know, seating with the desks. This was a long table. Everybody was sitting on either side. The teacher was at the front of the table. And so I was right next to her. Because um, even though it's an art class, I still want to challenge when, sure. I, yeah. when I can. Why not? Um, and uh, everyone's there. And then all of a sudden the door flings open. And this girl falls in the class. Just arms full of portfolios and art boxes, and she just tumbles into class. And I am transfixed. And I hear a voice above me standing over me, not in my head, not in my head. I heard it. That's the woman you're going to marry. What? 
There she is. Okay. Did you do? Did you marry? By the end of the class, I talked myself out of it. I didn't hear that voice. Nice. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I made it up. I, right. I didn't. I just. It was just my imagination. Making up this voice outside of my body, standing about six feet above me. Right here. Because that happens all the time. Sure. This voice outside yeah. of your own body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, We did get married. Um, and she's the best thing that ever happened to me. But oh. I really wish I would have listened to that voice because I heard a lot of people in between. Just, you know, relationship stuff. Oh, know? sure. I was, I was, like I said, I had a couple girlfriends. Well. Um, and I, I wasn't, I was in a bad place. And it just, it wasn't, I wish I would have obeyed. Um, but you did eventually. I did eventually. Um, I think it would have gone a lot better if I had initially. Um, and I learned a lot from that experience about obedience um, because of the effect that I had on people around me. Yeah. Um, because of my selfish choices and bad choices. And um, we got married. Uh and we had our first child, and we tried to get pregnant again, and she did, and, and it didn't, didn't last. And at the time, we were going to a Pentecostal church, um, and so people were being as helpful as they could, and um, this one woman gave me a CD of... Uh, this woman saying different verses from the Bible that have to do with health and claiming health and claiming, sure. uh, you know, blessing and, and things. And uh, one of the verses she said was from Deuteronomy, and I went and I read it. And it's the section where Moses is writing, and and Yahuwah is that's the name I use for that's that's how you pronounce the the name. Okay. Um. Yahuwah is talking to Moses, and he's saying, Today I set before you blessing and a curse. If you obey, you get blessing, and if you don't, you get a curse. And this woman was claiming these blessings without following the obedience part. And I this was something that was starting to click with me. Um, when I was 15, we were going to a, 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 a evangelical church, and I had heard that you know, we're supposed to, the fourth commandment, fourth of the ten, is supposed to be honor the honor the Sabbath. What's the Sabbath? Oh, well, back in the day it was Saturday, but now it's Sunday. Well, why is that the case? Because it is. Because we say so. And I was like, I don't know, I really think Saturday is supposed to be, nope, it's Sunday now. Okay. And I let them talk me out of what I was starting to feel in the situation. Um, and this, this, this realization that obedience directly correlates to everything else, um, and how the church as a whole, when you look at like the divorce rate and the, every negative thing about it people's attitudes people's 
um, just everything is it's 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 they're not submitting to what is said and they're coming up with excuses and they're trying to justify it with other scriptures and if a scripture can negate another scripture then it's not really scripture one of the two is wrong and um you're either it's either wrong or you're misunderstanding what it's saying um and so I've, I've relayed these stories of these different spiritual spooky whatever things that have happened to me and there that's that's all that I can do is just relay what's happened to me. Sure. Um, but all of those things kind of pale in comparison to what's happened in my life recently. Yeah. Um, 2017, September, um, there was a big claim going around that the world was going to end. There always is, right? There's always yeah. a big claim. Yeah, right? yeah, there's always one. Um, Coincidentally, uh, everyone everyone who is excited about 2012, yeah, according to the Ethiopian calendar, yeah, 2020 is 2012. <laughs> Shit. So I mean that makes sense. Um. Anyway, it's been a rough. One. Uh, so there was this claim that the world was going to end because there was this sign in the sky and, and blah blah blah. Uh, the sign in the sky was what is described in uh, Revelation 12 about a woman with. Uh, being clothed in the sun and the moon at her feet and 12 stars at her head. And this this conjunction has happened often, kind of, kind of often in throughout history um, to varying degrees, but it's always been missing a piece here, missing a piece there. It wasn't 12 stars, it was 10. It was these things. But on 2017, September 23rd, the sign, as it's described in Revelation, appeared in the heavens, and everyone's like, "The world's gonna end! The world's gonna end!" And then it didn't. Um. But what did happen, and what I've been talking to a lot of people all across the country, um, was people started to wake up to this idea of obedience. Um, this, this idea of who the Father is, what his name is. Um, my name is, is Jeremy. It comes from Jeremiah. Uh, that means uh, to lift up the name. Um, Names are important. Names are important, and uh, there's a movement happening in the country, in the world, where people are, they're waking up to who they are. Your name is uh, Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, during the, the Spanish... Uh, um, Inquisition, a lot of Jews were pushed out of Spain. Uh, they went everywhere. Um, a lot went to South America. And a big family that, that happened to was Gonzalez. 
they were Jews who were kicked out of Spain. Really? I mean, my first name is Hebrew. Yeah. So that's interesting. Most people... We'll tra- they'll, tra- they'll, they'll trace their lineage back. Oh, I'm Irish. I'm German. I'm okay. Those people didn't just spring out of the ground. Yeah, they came from somewhere. Um, people are waking up to to who they are, um, where they come from, not just some European country. And when you linguistically work back all the languages um, of the world. They derive from two sources. One is Hebrew, and the other is, um, I can't remember now, because I can't. Um, the, like I, I relate that story of hearing that voice I know that was Yahuwah when I now and I've heard his voice another time, but not the same. It wasn't it wasn't in my ears. It was just it just was and he said stop going to church. It's a really odd thing for God to say, stop going to church. And so I did. In September of 2017, and I haven't been back since, and I won't go back because I'm not supposed to be there. I've 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 grown as a person. I've grown more spiritually outside of the church, where I wasn't um, subcontracting out my spiritual growth to some guy pastor. in a suit and a pastor talking from a pulpit. But taking a uh, ownership of it and and. But you created a community. I did not create a community. I found a community. Found a community. I found a community, and now uh, the Bible study I lead is for people. I've met uh, guys in France. I've met guys uh, all over the country: Canada, um, Australia, and we just meet online and. We talk, we discuss, we we do our best to obey the word as is as it is written. And from that we've received a lot of blessing. I don't Saturday is one of my favorite days. Saturday. Shabbat is one of my favorite days of the week. It's the only day of the week as far as I'm concerned. All the rest are just filler. Um, you know, I don't do anything. I don't do anything. I don't go anywhere. I just I try to get my kids to relax, but they're, you know, they're toddlers. And so they, you know, that doesn't happen, but they don't relax. They don't relax. But the, the fullness of being alive, um, Is amazing. I don't. I can't even. Des- I mean, I can't even describe the difference. It's. It's just. Yeah, that's okay. So. Yeah. We're kind of at that point. Yeah. Where I ask you the question. 
question away. The question away. What um, what would you leave the listeners with? Because we could go on forever. We could go on forever. I really could go I on. I know you could. And, and then we could get into the Nephilim after that, too. And so yeah. I think we're going to have to do a part two Nephilim. Yeah, yeah we can do that. I want to do a part two just Nephilim. Because I've... That's a lot of been my reading uh, for the past three years. And that would be exciting because we just did one that I thought was not going to be Nephilim. Different than it was way different than I thought. Yeah. So cool, though. Like, I yeah. learned so much more yeah. different than I thought. But yeah. I'm ready for Nephilim. Yeah. We can Give me that. those giants. Um, but, yeah, so what would you leave everyone who's listened to this podcast? What would you leave? It? What's your parting gift? That's what I always ask. What's your, what's your final thought? Parting gift. Uh, don't open the wrong doors. <laughs> um, obedience can seem scary. Um, it's very simple. It is. It's, it, people want to make a bigger deal out of it than it is. Um, but you you get this idea of like it's a loss of control. It's a loss of. But that's but. And looking back at these other stories, that was a loss of control. Um, I just had to accept what was happening to me. And yeah, in one of them, I was able to get some words out that had an effect. Um, but, I mean, I don't, I haven't experienced the same thing that Jesse has experienced that he talked about with his kids because mm-hmm. I talked to my mom I, I the key to everything I've I validated what was told to me with scripture and I have since been coming to invalidate other things that were told to me that don't that don't align and um You can you can take it or leave it. I don't. Yeah. I don't really care. That's that's. I mean, it's it is it. That's that's what happened to me. That's that's what it was. And um, uh, it's definitely spiritual. It's <laughs> definitely spiritual. Is that the, the next season two. Season it's definitely two. spiritual. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on here it's and been sharing fun. Yeah, all your stories. I and hope we can do it again. Oh, yeah. No, we'll definitely get you. We, 100%. Okay. There's going to be another episode with you. And we're, okay. gonna, we're just going to talk about Nephilim and mm-hmm. all the stuff that's in your brain because I have a feeling you have a lot. I, I, yeah, I've read a lot. So That's good. I mm-hmm. want to talk about it. I've, I've had some whispers in my ear that people want to hear that. Okay. So, um all right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and do you I want look my, f- like contact and where to buy my book and all that. Yeah. No. Do you have a book? No. Okay. No, I don't. Well, and no contact information. Nothing. Really either. Just, nothing. Do no. you have an Instagram? No. Okay. So, <laughs> Jeremy doesn't yep. exist. And nope. thank you for being on the show. <laughs> you bet. I loved it. All right. Thanks, man. Yep. You bet. This week we've been joined with, joined by uh, Rafael <laughs> Gonzalez. And uh, as we wrap up here, I would just like to know where people can find you and find your 
your book, your video series, and uh, all the uh, pertinent information you would like uh, others to find. Well, I thank you, Jeremy, for asking. Yes. You can find us, Maybe It's Spiritual, on Instagram. Uh, it's Maybe It's Spiritual. You, yeah. We have a Gmail, which oh, you good. used. You were the first person who used my Gmail. All right. That's why you're in this outro. Um, so maybe it's spiritual at gmail.com. Send me, send me a message. Say, Hey, I want to be on the show like old Jeremy did here. And then, um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, pretty much any, um, podcasting platform. And if you do happen to listen to Apple, go ahead and leave us a comment, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Cause that's how we grow. That's how we become the next Joe Rogan. We're coming for you, buddy. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you next time. This has been Maybe It's Spiritual with Jeremy Fox and also maybe Rafael Gonzalez.